0: Welcome to the Core Concepts Finance Podcast. I am your host, Zadine Kumatic, and this is episode two Your Life Plan. <laughs> We're back once more and again, my most valued listeners. This is your financial planner, Sadine J. Comatic, financial planner to the everyman, I dare say. Excited that you have tuned in to continue our journey through all things money and life success. When last we left, I had laid an admittedly lengthy foundation for an idea worth laying an admittedly lengthy foundation for, and I called it Living Forward. The entire premise of what we are here to accomplish is to create a better future. And I, in that previous episode, made a deep, meaningful plea from the depths of my soul for you to begin to tackle the future. And we talked about how you could overcome the challenges of yesterday and the challenges of today and to try to shift that vision toward creating the reality that you want to create. In doing so, I got a little, uh, a little adventurous, a little outside the box. I tried to push your boundaries in a way that I felt might create some real change. Because I told you, that's what we would be here to do. I'm not sure why you would come here to visit your dear, humble friend, your local Sadeen, if you were not going to get something deep and meaningful out of that process. So I said, you know, what? what would push my dear, most valued listeners to make something really happen? And and I went with some outside-of-the-box thinking. For example, we talked about the concept of a life plan, and that was going to be, hmm, I said 5 to 15 pages of life planning. And and I was concerned because I thought that uh, that might be breaking point number the first to, to knock you off course and knock you off track because I was giving you, no, real-deal homework. I've I've been in the academic world long enough to have an experience with the expectations for homework, and uh, I would like to say that there were never points of heartfelt disappointment, but there were points of heartfelt disappointment. But this, my friends, this is not the world of roaming academic uselessness. This is not math problems from nowhere and grammar exercises to no such thing. This is the world of your life, and this is the world where we can make a difference if you undertake some of the you know, the upper tier task I give because you are upper tier people and you are not easily deterred by challenge. So I have the full confidence that something like a life planning process would be something you'd be willing to undertake if it were going to start creating that future that we're here to talk about make happen. We want to create something that is uniquely you, exhibits your values, your system of beliefs, and leads toward your life making that impact that only you uniquely can make. We talked in great detail about how there are these things that only you can play, the roles only you can play, the things only you can accomplish. So I pushed the boundaries then a little further because that was that was too mellow. And I also spoke to the idea of, you know, what if you were to take on your own eulogy? And that I, and I was just, oh, that was so an extreme, such an extreme thought to say, what if you were tasked with this responsibility? You have to look back over your life and you have to describe, why was I awesome? What did I do to bring the awesome to the table? What was the role that I played to change the world for my family, for my friends, in in the passion of, of work or ministry or people, whatever I did to reach and change the world? If I were the one tasked with looking back and describing it all, how would I describe it? And, and it's an extreme exercise, but the only way to really experience something heartfelt, how can you find a way that's deeper and more meaningful to connect with yourself to, than to be honest with yourself and realize it, it's going to be over at some point? What am I going to do? Because we're all about motivation and we are not the people who sit on our posterior regions embracing happy go fun lucky times all the time which is what 99.9 percent of the population does we we will not be found guilty of this we understand that our time on this earth is valuable we've been given a mandate the lord himself would say i gave you this life i gave you these talents these opportunities i put you in situations that only you could succeed in what have you done with that and we know it's our responsibility to take off running with that and move it forward so I said, yeah, maybe a eulogy. A eulogy might be good as, as a motivator to create an action plan. We got a plan. We got some motivation, perhaps a little extreme motivation, but that's okay. That's okay. We wanted to think about in what areas of life are we where, Are we close to where we want to be? Are we nowhere near where we want to be? Are we off on the clouds a T billion miles away? And I talked about how we should evaluate these accounts in our life I, I rattled off all these major areas the the health the relationships the financial the spiritual uh, career hobbies where, where are you in all these places where do you want to go and that was our in a nutshell and i didn't even know I could even pretend to try to put anything in a nutshell it feels like a massive accomplishment, as I'm sure you've already come to recognize if you've stuck it out with me thus far. Anything in a nutshell is just not my style. They say, Sadeen, you talk too long, you talk too fast, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to balance these, these two issues. But, to better serve you, dear friend, dear listener, I, I hurt because last episode, for all of that, I wanted to give you the nitty-gritty specifics. I wanted to make sure that we left our time together, not only sold on the ideas of long-term life planning, but that you knew exactly how to do it. I didn't want to just speak to the importance of the idea, but I wanted us to gun it for full-scale implementation. But lo and behold, I, your your humble host, lacked the ability to discipline himself. And and so we spent all the time uh, speaking to the importance of the idea. But you will forgive, I hope, your humble servant his faults. I hope that I did succeed in leading you through why I felt what we were doing was so important. So of course, today, today is implementation phase. All of the specifics, how to take your life planning, and if you are so willing, and I have no doubt that you are, since you are here with me, and act on it so we can think about how to close gaps between dreams and reality. By the end of today's episode, it is my hope that you will have a clear vision on paper and a plan that purposely drives you toward accomplishing it. So let's suppose you've broken down the life accounts. We, we've done our evaluation. You, you followed through. You were a Core Concepts Finance podcast exemplar of, of the values that we are going to interact with. You, you took off running and gunning, and you evaluated the spiritual, intellectual, physical, marital, parental, social, vocational, avocational, financial. Uh, that, that last one's an excellent choice, by the way. I definitely prioritize that financial. We, we're always looking to improve our decision-making there. It's a good thing, good thing. I, it's just so terribly loved and neglected, but I digress. I want you to, for the moment, pick pick one. I want you to pick one of those areas, any of them, any of them, whatever speaks to you in the most meaningful way. And let's grab that, and we're going to apply a process to this one area of life that you're deeply passionate about. Whatever you really love and cherish, maybe it's your relationship with your children. And I, I too love children most of the time, except when, when God bless their souls, they, they can shriek to high heaven and it oh, hurts on the inside. But, but you love the children. You, you love your wife. You love your friends. You, you love your family. That's a, that's a common one that we could be emphatic about. Maybe we're really strong in our relationships, but we want our career to go bigger, better, higher, further places. And we're not there yet. Whatever speaks to you, grab onto it. Let's, let's talk about it. When you have this favorite topic, I want you to stop and think, why does it matter to me? What is the purpose of driving this area of my life? That, that I feel, Why do I feel so passionate about it? What is the source of, of meaning that I derive from this? So that right now I think, this is what shoots the top of my mind. Where, where is the underlying oomph that makes me feel deep inside like this is the area where I want to start dwelling on How to create this dream world, dream life that you don't want to be a dream. You want it to be a reality. I want you to interact with it. I I can talk about these categories all day long, but I encourage you to own this process and personalize it by saying, Why does XYZ matter to me? Forget the world, forget society, and forget the social mirror, and just be honest with yourself. Why does it matter so much? And then Express that in just one sentence. See, see, the homework has already changed. I'm reasonable. When the kids come in, they don't hand me the five to fifteen page papers I was so earnestly hoping and believing <laughs> that I might receive. I, I come to realize that things need to be taken a simple step. So why don't we, in this area of your personal passion that you feel deeply about, want you to write one sentence that states clearly why it matters to you, what's unique to you, your life situation, what speaks to you in a meaningful way, your purpose in this area of your life. And you grapple with that. Don't rush through this. Really think about the purpose behind it. And when you have something that connects with you in a meaningful way, take this time to describe what it would be like if this area of your life, some way, somehow, magical go, happy, lucky fun land, what if it were perfect in every way that you could possibly imagine? No boundaries. Where is this idealistic rainbow sunshine world of everything you want to accomplish in this area? You have infinite time, you have infinite money. Who's there with you in this area of your life? What are you doing? How are you doing it? Because remember that being honest with yourself, this is the world. You want this is what you are hoping will materialize in your life that's the entire point of being here the entire point of having this discussion is that everyone goes through life wanting to create something meaningful there is no one who decides at any point i do not want to be successful in areas of life no one inherently wants that we may be get beaten down we might be dragged down and through the gutter beaten alive by life but no one wants that We all have this deep internal desire to make something of ourselves. And it's God's will that we would do that. Clearly focus on this, internalize it. And when you have that, describe it in detail in the plan. Describe that ideal future. Describe if the burdens of today were gone and you had everything you needed, what would life be? What would life become? It's all you. It's unique to you. If mine happens to be that I want to ride a flock of flying pandas through the sky with a captain's hat with a song in my heart and a dance on my step and I dance on the back of the panda, then that's me. I do me. You do you. Whatever whatever is unique in your heart and your mind is what I'm trying to get you to interact with if you can't tell. Describe that future. Write it out in detail. More than a sentence for that. Maybe a paragraph get ambitious. But tell me, tell yourself what that looks like in detail envision it just give yourself time to dream a little bit remember what it was like to dream before it felt like the realities of life grabbed you and and took you down and out for a season if you find that area of your life is down and out and enjoy that be excited about it think earnestly about how incredible that would be if you could make that happen and then when you've had that opportunity in that area Stop, breathe, which is a hard thing for me to do. See, sometimes I, I, I get a little uh, out of control, a little ambitious. I, I play some tennis, and then I come record a podcast, and I'm, I'm, I'm just rattling because I'm still high-wired from chasing tennis balls randomly everywhere. It's, it's you gotta forgive me for for veering off course. After you've dreamed a little bit, come back, flip the script back a little bit, and let's retire from the candy land of hopes and dreams back to today. And as clearly as you could see each part of that dream world in that one single area of life, and you could write out in reasonable detail what it looked like, how does that look now? What is the situation in that area of your life right now today? Be completely honest, because the life planning process is all you. I'm not going to read it unless you want me to read it, and we'll have good times together, and... We'll meet over a delightful dinner and and you could feed me in return for my professional opinion on the quality of your life plan. But realistically, this is all you. You're the only one who's going to read this. So have the ability to be honest with yourself because that sounds simple, but I don't think people can do it. I watch people lie to themselves all the time. I don't think that's you. I don't think that's what any of us are here to do. But it's a thing that can drag people down when they can't see with clear eyes. So where are you today? Be honest with yourself. Say you were feeling passionate about the physical world. I'm particularly right now passionate about my physical health and well-being. Hence the tennis. Hence my laughable attempt to lift even the smallest amount of weights and try to rescope this flabby financial planner body. And I may dream of having this Greek god level five body. Oh, just statuesque, Sedin. Someday that will be a thing. That will never be a thing. But see, see, I have the honesty. To to recognize that right now that doesn't look like that can be a thing. I don't deceive myself and look at Zane and say, you know, I'm already a Greek god level one. I could reach for Greek god level five. That's well within my reach. No, right right now I stop. And I say, I I have a long journey ahead, and I can write out in detail where I am, where my weight is, where my l- very limited weightlifting ability is. And I can stare that reality in the face. And if everyone could ever just stare reality in the face, oh, Lord, have mercy. Could you imagine how different the world would be if everyone were just completely honest with themselves for once instead of living in a bit of an illusionary fantasy world that they've concocted in their own minds? But that, that's another podcast for another time. You've hung in thus far. You've examined the perfect future. You've looked at the perfect or not present in this single area. You've developed a purpose behind why it's meaningful to you. And now the question is, what are you going to do about it? This is where it all falls apart for everybody. What are you going to do? Because remember, the normal plan is to have no plan. To close your eyes, cross the fingers, cross the toes, and believe that sweet, loving God from heaven, who is sweet and loving, no one questions this, but will will benevolently rain down upon you All that you have ever asked or hoped or dreamed or wished for. And while he is a great, loving, and merciful God who would do all that for us, I think he expects some effort on our part. And we have to learn about how we can start the transition from the current reality and head toward that future rather than just waiting for it to come to us once upon a happy day. We can talk about a dream future and a current reality. You've written it out. But then it's time. You are not going to make the tragic, crippling, heart-rending mistake of just sitting around and assuming that the dream world is coming. The best way to predict the future is to create it. Again, this is a specificity game. And this is where goals are born. You laid out this big picture gap. Now it's time for you to close it out with goals that make it happen. Now goal setting is so crucial and crucially so misunderstood that we're going to have to go chase that. We're going to have to chase that entirely completely at another time. But you have the ability to think about the process. And if you will take even the slightest bit of time to begin to engage with it, you can have the potential that you want to achieve for your future. Now. As a wise, astute learner, no doubt, for the Core Concepts Finance podcast attracts only the finest of humanity into its hallowed halls of wisdom, I I dare say the beautiful people. The the beautiful people are the Core Concepts Finance people. You already know what's next. That exercise I described for your personal favorite life area of life, you want success? You're going to go ahead, you're going to go ahead eight to nine times that effort until you've covered all those major dimensions. Because... We separate them for emphasis, but success in all of these supposedly distinct areas of life, it all overlaps and intermingles. So whatever spoke to you deeply that I had you work through exercise 1A for, you've got to go all the way down the line with with each major area and commit to the same thought process. What's my purpose in this area of life? What would it be like if it were perfect? No limits. What would happen? And where am I today? You're going to rep that, rep that, rep that, rep that. And you thought a 5 to 15 page life plan was so hard. No, no. You see how easy it is? Because by the time you finish thinking through all of these topics, writing a purpose statement, writing out the current reality, writing out the perfect future, throw in an inspiring quote for good measure. I don't know. You would have a real deal life plan. And, And just by taking that, that is not an unreasonable amount of time. But you know what it might take? You you know what it might take to really have it connect meaningfully in, in this life plan process start up take off for you in a way that creates that lasting change? I would beg to plead with you, dear sir and or madam, that you should take a day for this. This really is worth a day of your life to engage with. And, and let me give you an example uh, of the, why I feel so passionate about that. So, let us suppose that once upon a day in the future, I have the ability to weightlift billions of gold coins, and I hike them to the top of Mount Everest, because somehow. And I just leave them there. Piles of gold doubloons, as far as I can see, at the top of Mount Everest. But I've hidden them, and you're the only one who knows where. And I just say, I'm leaving the giant pile of gold doubloons because I am safe and secure in my financial future. And I am leaving this treasure up here. And I walk off, never to again venture to the top of Everest to get my gold doubloons again. But I'll let you know where they are. You know what you would do if the hypothetical pile of gold doubloons existed? You would think of everything you could possibly do to get to the top of Mount Everest. And get the gold doubloons, presumably. I mean, perhaps you two are also hyper-secure in your financial future. And you, you, but, but you are altruistic and you want to give them away. I don't know. It's this work-with-me process. So you would do anything and everything to go make that happen. You would get to the top of Everest some way, somehow, at some point, And you would dive happily into the giant pile of hidden gold doubloons. And use that wealth for all your future needs. And to bless the world over. And happy end for all right surely surely that's what i would do i mean they would they would find my frozen carcass halfway up desperately climbing and the futile effort for me to climb everest to get the gold doubloon pile i don't know about you but the point is this the point is that this process of life planning is well worth all of the gold doubloons it's more valuable than all the gold doubloons because i can't think of any way to price the value of your life and what you can do and be To everyone who needs you. And your capacity to affect lives in a way that is unique to you. Your value of your life is far above and beyond any mortal treasure. But do you really feel that way about it? Do you feel that way about it to the extent that you would take life planning seriously enough? To stop, think, and ride out these things that I'm talking about? That's why I'm here. I'm here because... That's what I would like to see for you. That's what I would like to see for everyone, is to value your life enough to really tackle it just one day and think about all of these things and write them out. You should do it now. You should get the life plan ready now. Prep it up before the law of diminishing intent finds you, before the little motivation you might feel from a humble Sabine's voice fades away, and you don't feel the same oomph of, of power and enthusiasm for life planning. You should do it. Plan it out. Wins a day. Wins some time that you can say, area of life, purpose statement, current reality, future I want to create. How do I go from here to there? And just rep that, rep that, rep that until you have five to 15 pages of, of the dream life and how you can, over time, short-term, long-term, however it needs to be for your situation to move from the current reality to the ideal future. So if you do push that far, and you're willing to life plan, and frankly, if you believe your life has value and meaning and worth, you owe it to yourself to engage in this process, let's discuss something different. We've been all theory, a lot of theory. I told you to come up with some action steps. Let's talk about why it is so, so very hard. To actually live these things out to fruition. Why does nobody do it? Knowledge is everywhere all the time. Internet of infinite knowledge. Everyone tells you how to be rich and successful. But so many people can't be rich and successful. Everyone tells you how not to be fat. But everyone is fat. Okay. Everyone is not fat. I'm kind of fat. So I'm possibly a poor example. But we have all of this knowledge of how to be effective and successful. Doesn't happen, does it? But we, we as intelligent people... Know why plans go awry. We've talked about on the Core Concepts Finance podcast how easily things can go awry when they're not deep in the heart. And it's so important that this process reaches deep in the heart because if you were to engage with the life plan and it connected with you, you would find a way to start making things happen. And if you if you work through the life plan and you started finding all of the action steps that you needed to be accomplishing to move forward difficult, you would probably say, the reason I can't do all of these things, the reason that all of us struggle to move the ball forward in anything and we play the survive and an advance game rather than doing something effective and meaningful, there's no margin. There is zero margin in our lives to feel like we can move forward because we are so bogged down. So many things can grab our attention day in, day out. It may be bo- We may be bogged down with essential things. We might be bogging ourselves down with non-essential things. But it's really easy to be bogged down. We, and we don't have margin. We don't have room to breathe, to put the first things where they belong as the first things. Because we've created a life that might have veered off course from doing that. And the lack of margin cripples us. The lack of freedom to even begin to bring about change puts it puts us down and out and we lose our heart and we lose our spirit with no heart with no spirit no knowledge is useful it hurts me to say i love knowledge i'm a little knowledge junkie love knowing stuff does it change people does it move things forward i like the way i'm subtly banging on my desk because i feel this so passionately it's not really hard bang it's like i stop myself right before i bang the desk too hard and anyway think carefully is it this where it all goes cataclysmically wrong You may love the theory behind our entire discussion thus far. You think it's fairly good stuff, and you're intrigued, dare I say motivated. But in your heart of hearts, you could have much great fear. For you know the cold, harsh demands of reality are out to crush this swiftly and detract from your invested, well-planned blood, sweat, and tears. How do you stop that? How do you begin to win versus life? The only way to find the success you're seeking is to grapple with one of the great challenges of mankind's history. You want a superpower? You feel like it's going to take a superpower to be able to achieve any of this that I talk about? Any any real life planning? You think I'm crazy already? Maybe it's because I just talk too much too fast with a little too much energy and you've already decided that I've lost my mind? And now you're thinking, yes, yes, I the only way that... Anything can change so that my life advances and there's a life plan that I can make happen, that I can take any actions because it's just hard enough for me to get through the next day, the next day. You need a superpower. You have to be able to become this master of time. Absolute master of time. A whole other riveting adventure we'll tackle in only the most glorious and emphatic of detail. But let's look at the bare bones basics when it comes to creating that essential, precious margin that you need to make this life plan go forward. That time to live and breathe that lets you take control of your own life and says, forget about the rest of the world. Now, the recommendation number the first. Be a vigorous planner. Vigorous planner. I know that this is not dearly and deeply beholden to many of you, as it is to me. I Might as well be Sir OCD Planner Extraordinaire. But if you don't act and attack with some degree of focus on your precious resource of time, it will absolutely escape you. You already know this. You know this. I know this. The American people know this. If you don't take control of it, it will take control of you. It's another fundamental principle of money. It's a fundamental principle of time. The most precious resources we can have. We either control them or they control us. So very, very broadly, remember that you must protect the basics. Treat the time like the money and hit the basics first. We're going to budget it out. Work, sleep, food, all the other good humaning functions in there. Then find a way within yourself to recognize where your non-essentials are. And take the bold challenge of whacking the non-essentials from your life so they can be replaced with making progress in the essentials. Because this is problem 1A, number the first, struggle of humanity. Need to make progress, hoping progress will be made someday. Packed life with non-essential things. Can't make progress. Things don't happen day after day, after week, after month, after year. Life lost. Mm. Can't enjoy thinking about that hurts on the inside. Anyway, recommendation number the second, sweet, glorious banana cream cake. Learn to say no. Mmm, Banana cream cake. Someway, somehow. And, And this is coming from someone who loves people. Oh, I love people so much. I am a people pleasing junkie. I hate to say no to anyone because I have this deep desire in my soul to help. And you might empathize with me. And you have a deep desire to help and care and support other people. Ergo, you can't say no. You are compromised completely because when someone comes along to you, desperately hoping that you can bail them out of life situation QXRT, you will do that because you you care about them. It just wounds me to death. And, And all of you other soft, sensitive souls like myself... See, that's, that's the thing. That's the total misconception. If you're a part of this audience, you're beginning to learn the truth already that what some people perceive as the harsh exterior of your dear friend and financial planner, Sadine J. Comatic, Ah, tis but a facade. I, just soft, sensitive, loving soul, can't say no to people. But what we can do because we recognize that we have to take control of our lives, we can learn a trick that I have tried to learn. I'm growing too, along with you. And if you feel me in this particular instance of how we're trying to create the time and margin in our lives, you will learn a creative technique. I can't believe that I've never envisioned using it before until now. And I've learned and I've studied how to say no with grace and love and compassion. Try some, try a very gentle yes, no, yes approach. Yes, I acknowledge that what you, my dear friend, or family member, or colleague, are asking of me, is is worthwhile and important, even if it isn't. But but anyway, you acknowledge the person regardless. Acknowledge their importance to you. Acknowledge how much you would like to be a help and service. Yes, you are important. Thing is, kind of sort of maybe important, depends on the situation. Eh, but no, I cannot do this X, Y, Z thing for you for a one-time or ongoing consistent basis because you don't have infinite capacity. That's, that's where we struggle to be honest with ourselves. I talked about being honest with yourself earlier. When you're honest with yourself, you have the ability to recognize that you just don't have unlimited resources to give of yourself which hurts me and it's probably hurt you a lot of times. But we have to take more control than ever and have more ability to say no and put first things first than we've ever had if we're going to move forward in our lives at all. So you follow up the yes that affirms the person with the no that clarifies your boundaries of entire books of wisdom literature on the importance of boundaries that we all desperately need before we are undone by ourselves and our caring and compassion for others. And then we follow up with another affirmation by suggesting a solution to the problem by seeking some other resources some other individuals who might be willing to help and if you can structure a good solid yes you are important your thing may or may not be important you're important but no I can't here's why I don't have capacity to do an infinite number of things for an infinite number of people that's your realization you phrase it in a way that respectfully but firmly sets the no then you come back with another Because you're important to me, here are ways that I think you can solve this problem without me. Is that going to solve all your time dilemmas? No. But you think it could solve a few of them to create some breathing room? Even the slightest bit of breathing room so you could create some life to work on some relationships, to work on keeping an eye on the money, to deepen your relationship with God. Whatever speaks to you that needs more time and isn't getting it, wouldn't trying that exercise in a few select areas of life be worth it? Oh, absolutely, it would be worth it. Then you wouldn't make the mistakes of once upon a Sedin past and, and go out on a desperate, fool, foolhardy quest to save the world and everyone all the time in every situation and every place. It was a noble, noble goal of young Sedin that I could resolve the problems of America and And I really trade myself into a useless zombie of of death and lost wandering during the college slash educate everyone slash tutor teach years, oh Lord, have mercy and and you can probably relate to times that you've just pushed too far too hard in an attempt to be a hero to everyone all the time now, I'm so proud of you for coming along with me so far that I have total faith that you can maneuver through one more deadly, dangerous death mine remaining in the path to your effective life planning. You must, with all your heart and soul and spirit, see this planning process that I've spoken of as becoming an everlasting part of what you do. This is going to be something that will be alive forever and always because... Time and life will again come to snatch your spirit from you and turn this essential document, your life plan, into a faraway file, lost forever in the dark bowels of your home, alone with all the other lost and forgotten efforts that you've placed away because someone once upon a time might have motivated you to think about doing something effective with your life. But it's too easy. We have to refuel. We have to re-motivate all these things. Why do we consistently keep our relationship with God together through prayer through fasting through church attendance through bible reading because we have to refuel 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 to keep moving it forward because we know our relationship with god is that important i am simply encouraging you to think of your life plan again in the kingdom of god you may have already come so far as to say you know something that's great and all about a life plan but what god wants to do with my life is so so much more and so much greater that's true I, I have had my best laid theoretical sedine plans laid to waste by the brilliant loving God of heaven who's done so much more than the, with my life than I ever could have possibly have. But, 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 I believe that God honors effort. I believe God honors when we take a vision and a purpose and pour our hearts and souls into it. We seek him. We ask his help. We keep our plan alive for ourselves, and we honor God by showing that the life that he's giving us means something to us, that the talents and abilities that we've been blessed with, whatever they are, even if it's only one or two talents or abilities, and it seems like everyone else has so much more, but we honor God because we know that we are blessed to have what we have, and it's God's will and purpose that we were uniquely given what we have to make an impact. God honors that. And then if he tweaks the plan a little, that's okay. But we stay engaged in the plan. Uh, man, those those rants get a little, a little I get excited about the rants sometimes. Right? I don't think I'm the only one. Maybe that that's that energy, that fire, that purpose that I want you to have for you to really win with this until it is ingrained escapably within you. You should review this life plan daily for 90 days. Go, go three months reviewing the life plan every day. It's not that long. It's not something you can't read over and reflect on and internalize in your soul for five to ten minutes every day. Get that plan deep inside you if you really do want to take control of your future and change. If you want to move forward, you will have to again acknowledge the important concept that I have ever so creatively called Newton's First Law of Humaning. Remember that you'll continue doing as you have always done until you are acted upon by some deep inside force. Because, you know, humans first, Newton's first law of motion, inertia, you'll keep doing until you're acted upon by an outside force. And yeah, Newton's first law of humaning. Extremely creative sitting there. I'm so proud of it. Then after you've made it through for a quarter of reviewing the life plan and it's becoming a part of you, simply review it every week. Stay in touch with who you are, where you are today, and where you're going. And and briefly, briefly, small side note, speaking of quarters, it turns out that we're, we're going to go chase this rabbit slightly. I adore quarterly evaluation for judging my own life performance. I think a month is too short to judge real change and progress. I think a year is way too long to think about accomplishing anything. So I've really settled in on a quarter as the sweet spot to stop Reevaluate and see if life's going the direction I want it to go. If I'm making progress where I need to be, if I'm not making progress, why? That's when I stop, stare down the goals, and see if I'm closing the gap. And that's when you might consider taking a serious stop, stare down the goals, see if you are closing your gap, reflect on your progress, and see that you from a quarter ago are a different person from the person that you have become now. Does the life plan need some new tweaks? Because life has happened and or we grow and mature and change. I'm guessing yes. Lord have mercy, I committed to my life plan and I designed it before I was married and oh, was that not brilliantly, hilariously awesome, because I had no idea the meteor that was to land upon my face when the reality of marriage came. They all said, Sadine, you'll be surprised with how radically things change. No, no, I got this. I'm good. I'll still be Sadine. Here's my life plan. And oh, oh praise ye the Lord. Oh things, things do curveball at us in the married life. Oh thank God. I love my wife. I do don't don't take this as a deterrent that I don't. I love being married. It's a blessing in my life. But oh do, do the plans change? The plans do change. Now, as always, you come to the Core Concepts Finance Podcast, your local Sadine has been quite the cruel taskmaster. I suckered you in from the beginning, hoping to entertain and amuse and enlighten. And instead, all I've done through a couple of episodes is laid the proverbial, quote, smackdown upon my expectations of you. After dumping upon you in the Living Forward Part 1 episode, all about writing the life plan, all about the eulogy, today I told you how to act on it. I told you to look at the major areas of life, your life accounts, Why do they matter? Where are you right now? Where do you want to be? And how are you going to get there? And then repeat that, repeat that, repeat that. Take a day to get it all on paper for all of those areas. And then ask yourself how you can actually do it. And the reason that you haven't been able to do it is I don't think you've been able to create enough margin in your life to do it. I don't think it's been deep in your heart enough. We've talked about how you can create more margin by scheduling the essentials, booting aside the non-essentials, and filling it in with the things that really matter learning to say no in a creative yes-no-yes framework that might be effective in enabling and empowering for you to take control over life, especially if you have a people-pleaser mentality, such as some of us do, and then to keep this process alive, to read the life plan daily and and keep it on that for 90 days or so, then go weekly. Revise it. Reanalyze it quarterly. But, Sadine. It's the Core Concepts Finance Podcast. Where, where is the path to great wealth and riches? I was sure this was all about. Why no real deep dive money talk? What's the deal with the life planning? See, I promised you, I promised you that I would tie all this back together into why money matters. I've always said, is money everything? No, money's not everything. But here's what you'll discover if you engage in the life planning process. Whether you truly commit to it, the way you need to, by getting it on paper, on purpose, or whether you've just followed along with the exercise mentally. If you begin to interact with this exercise at all, I expect that you'll come to one very clear, distinct conclusion. Your true ideal life, the perfect world we've discussed of infinite time and infinite money, where you can do as you please. If you're anything like me, you'll come to quickly see the common thread of all of these. You can't create the perfect world yet, because right now, you don't have that financial freedom to do so. Right now, many, if not all of us, must trade our time, the very thing that would create our perfect life, for the money to sustain what we have. And, if this is never addressed, your perfect life, and mine, will never come to pass. And as you and I already know, our world is full of people for whom, if nothing changes... That will be their reality. So I'm here to change all that. I'm not here to be all about getting rich. That doesn't mean anything. You don't need me to tell you that life isn't all about riches. We know this. But life is about the time we have to invest in ourselves and the people around us. And there's only one real way to reclaim that precious time and create that perfect world. We have to master personal finance. We have to create that future financial prosperity that enables us to create the future that matters most. I know how much that means to me, and I have no doubt it means a great deal to you as well. So I'm going to fight for it. I will fight for it myself, and I will fight for it for you. So you and I both can live a life in which we love, learn, live, and we are able to leave a legacy. I hope you'll continue to join me in creating that world together. This has been the Core Concepts Finance Podcast, Episode 2, Your Life Plan. Thanks for listening.